like to introduce our, our speaker. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Eric. Hey, y'all. All right. Well, you know, um, yeah, I'm, I'm so glad a number more turned on their screens. I'm going to pull myself out of spotlight view because I'm hoping tonight to interact a little bit more with you guys. Okay, I'm going to keep you all on your toes a little bit. So, um, so be ready to be called out, maybe to read a verse from the Bible, or I might ask you a question, okay? So uh, it's good to be with you all tonight, and it's good to see everybody. Wow. You know, you all show up on different places. Uh, okay, wow. All right. Um, well, wonderful. Well, it's good to have another Keep the Feast. Uh, I hope you really enjoyed the portions this past week. Um, you know, actually, I don't know if you realized it, but, you know, our, our sharings on these times Wednesday night, they, they come at the end of your reading of all the portions, um, which is really as a help because we'd like to help apply some of the things that you read to your experience. That's a, that's a, this is a big point. Um, you know, the land, we've spoken a lot about the land. The land is the, the, land is the all-inclusive Christ. We can walk in Him, even that song we, we just appreciated. But um, I, hope this, I hope you would be experiencing Christ as your land every day. Day by day. Right, Tommy? That's right. Actually, you also have the ability to unmute yourself. So maybe maybe if I if I end up calling on you to read a verse here, you'll be able to. Okay, see Tommy, Tommy, oh ah, smiles. I look I think I think Tommy experienced a little bit of the Lord as the land this week. Well, <clears throat> what does it mean to experience Christ? Maybe this is a word that we've said, that we've mentioned, to experience Christ as the land. Um well, I'd like to give you a, a, a definition, okay? Write this down. To experience uh, is to have direct personal participation, okay? Three words. Direct personal participation. So, um, who, who are we going to... Uh, Stephen! All right, what's that def what does it mean? What, give us a definition of experience. There we go. To have direct personal participation. That's right. Thanks, Stephen. Direct personal participation. And an example of this is where I am tonight. Tonight, I am not where I normally am. Okay, I'm in another part of Massachusetts on a little trip. We're just beginning a little trip to Ipswich, Ipswich, Massachusetts. I've never been here before. Okay, a lot, there's a lot of cool things to do here. At least that's what I've heard. We'll see what we can actually do. At least we can walk outside for a little bit. But... Um, I've never experienced Ipswich before. I've never experienced it. I've never been to this area. I've never been to the beaches here. I've never had a direct personal participation in Ipswich. But now, here I am. I can experience. I can come to know. I can directly know this area, this, this city. And it's the same thing tonight. What we're going to be doing is we're going we're gonna to read through a menu, y'all. Okay? We're going to read a menu. What is the menu? The menu is all the food that is in this land. Okay, all the different aspects of food. We're going to take a look. We're going to break them down a little bit. We're going to enjoy them. But I don't want you just to be satisfied reading the menu or just being able to repeat the menu or speak the menu. I want you to eat the food. Okay, that's the key is to eat the food. We're, you know, we're going to speak about wheat, barley, Vines, figs, pomegranates, all these aspects of the Lord are so wonderful. And maybe you have some appreciation now after a week of being in it. But have you had some direct, personal participation 
in each one of these? Have you known the wheat Jesus? Maybe, maybe. Maybe you had some experiences. Maybe you will. We'll, we'll talk about this. But this is what it means to experience. So I hope even this would be our prayer. The Lord doesn't just want some people to know about him. He wants them to know him, to directly have an experience of him, which is to, in, in, to, to, to know him in, in, the, in, in these types as these things in our, in our daily life. We can know him as the wheat, as the barley. So even I told my, my group, my random group last week afterwards, like Annie and, and Chan, some of us, you know, you should tell the Lord, Lord, before the next keep the feast, I want to have an experience of you in one of these aspects. Lord, give me an experience of you. And um, maybe they have something to share. I don't know. We'll have to see. <laughs> maybe they had an experience. But if you pray this, the Lord will absolutely answer. He will. He will. Okay. So tonight we're speaking. We're, okay. We're going to start the menu. All right, y'all. So what's, what's on the menu? Well, we better go to Deuteronomy 8.8. How does that sound, Sebastian? Why don't you read to us Deuteronomy 8.8? Tell us what's, what's on the menu tonight. Amen. A land of wheat and barley and vines and fig trees and pomegranates. A land of olive trees with oil and of honey. Awesome. Okay. All right, Seabass. One more time. One more time. Or what? Cottage cheese. There we go. What a great name. That's creative. Because he lives in, in a house on Cottage Street. So he's cottage. That's a good name. Okay. Read it again and just emphasize a land of wheat and Barley. Okay, just a little bit of a feeling on each point. A land of wheat. Right. And barley. Wow. And vines. All right. And fig trees. Yum. And pomegranates. Incredible. A land of olive trees. That's right. With oil. Wow. And of honey. Yes. Amen. See, I, I think you got fed a little bit. I think we all got fed. That's, that's how you can eat the word. I just love that, to take a verse and just to linger a little bit. Find the, as, as some like to call it, find the yum-yum. We need to find the juicy part in the word. Make it our prayer to the Lord. So this is our menu tonight, okay? We're going to start with wheat. Now, I may, I may just reference the, the, the portion in the word, but I, I think hopefully a number of you all were able to read through the, the readings this week from the All-Inclusive Christ. Um, but... Okay, we need Toby. Toby, can you read to us John 12, 24? John 12, 24. Okay. Yeah. Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, Toby, one more time. Now you got to emphasize grain of wheat and much fruit. Okay. I think there's some groups called Fruited. There's some fruit there. We're, we're in a group called Band of Brothers, so it's a little different. But yeah, go for it, Toby. Okay. Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Awesome. Thank you, Toby. Thank you. So this first point is wheat, okay? Now, what is the wheat? The wheat is Christ. Yes, that's right. What aspect of Christ? Incarnated as a man uh, who died, even who was buried. So even in this verse in John 12, 24, it's very clear. It says the grain of wheat falls. It's referring to the Lord. And, and one, one maybe a, a, a simpler way to describe this, the wheat is the limited Jesus. Okay, write that down. The limited Jesus. The wheat is the limited Jesus. Evan Chow, what's the wheat? 
the limited Jesus. That's right. The wheat is the limited Jesus. So um, maybe what in what aspect was the Lord limited? Well, I'd like to touch on one aspect first with regards to maybe his divinity and then an aspect on his on his humanity, um, which we may relate to a little bit more. But um, the infinite God, God, who is who is infinite, you know, outside time and space, he became a finite man. That is just, that is incredible. I mean, our, we can't wrap our head around this consideration that God, the infinite God, became limited to one finite man named Jesus. Even uh, being in the womb for nine months, that's just, he experienced such limitation, such limitation. He was, he was fully God, but he confined himself, limited himself to being a finite man. Well, even in his humanity, he grew up in a despised region, in a despised town, in a lowly family. You know how many siblings he had? <clears throat> he had at least six, at least six siblings. So maybe you think your house is full. Well, what about the Lord's house? He probably had a full house. He had some experiences of, of some restriction, even in his home. Um, in Isaiah 53, it says that he was a root out of dry ground. <clears throat> that means... He, he had no support from his, from his surroundings, from his environment. Um, he was limited in every way. <clears throat> you know, actually, the, the longest portion of the Lord's life is, his, is the first, I mean, it was the first 30 years. But this is the part, actually, we know really the least about. We know not much is recorded in the scriptures. Um, but even as a young boy in Luke chapter 1, he submitted himself to his parents. <clears throat> he came under them. So... This is the Lord. He knows. He knows limitation. He is the limited Jesus. He is a grain of wheat. Wow, this is our Jesus. So, so what does he say? This is who the Lord is. <clears throat> what does he say to us? Um, Chan, <clears throat> maybe Chan, could you read us John 12, 26? Is that okay? Yeah, sorry. One sec. No problem. So in, in 12, 24, the Lord says, <clears throat> that he is the grain of wheat, right? Now, what does he say in John 12, 26? This is, this is helpful to realize the Lord's view towards us and our direction towards him. Okay. Do you have it? Okay, great. Yeah, John 12, 26. If anyone serves me, let him follow me. And where I am, there also my servant will be. If anyone serves me, the Father will honor him. Thank you, Chan. <clears throat> so we realize the Lord said, I'm the grain of wheat, and he had to fall into the ground to die. And then he said, if anyone serves me, let him what? Follow me. Follow me. That means he's saying, take the same way. You have to take the same way that I'm taking. It's a limited way. It's, it's a restricted way. Um, so maybe you might be in a, in, a, in a limited situation. I don't know where, where, what, you all, what situation you might be in. By nature of being quarantined, there's some limitation there. Um, Maybe, maybe your home situation is difficult. Your family situation is difficult. Um, we'll touch more of this a little later. But um, maybe your siblings just drive you crazy. You know, they, they, they just say something that always just pushes all your buttons and you're about to respond. <clears throat> what do you do? You know, actually, my, my situation is I, uh, I live in a small two-bedroom apartment with five adults currently, okay? We had five adults living with us and a toddler, okay? I don't know if... You ever been around a toddler? But toddlers make a lot of mess. They move around. They do a lot. And there's and there's one bathroom for everybody. Okay? There's some limitation there. There's 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 some restriction there. But what do we do? What do we do? Do we just oh, 
wow, this is the wheat Jesus. You know, he, he lived a restricted, limited life. What would Jesus do? What would the wheat Jesus do? Well, he's, we're just going to tough it out. We're just going to, you know, grin it, bear it. No. Okay. We have to keep going. We have to keep going to barley. Okay, barley. So we'll, we'll, apply, it. we'll apply this more, but I just hope you, you just set the stage. The Lord knows limitation. He knows. He's been, he's been through it far more than we, have, than we could ever in our entire lives experience. So he can relate to what we're going through in whatever situation. <clears throat> but he's made a provision for us. And what is that? That's the second item on the menu. It's barley, okay? Barley is the resurrected Christ. Write that down. We have wheat as a limited Jesus. Barley is the resurrected Christ. Ben Fang, what is barley? The resurrected Christ. That's right. Resurrected. Now, now Ben, repeat after me. Resurrected. Resurrected. Christ. Christ. That's this is this is exciting. He's resurrected. <clears throat> Who is well who is living in you today? Is it just the limited Jesus? No, it's the resurrected Christ. He didn't just stop at the tomb. He didn't stop at the tomb. He arose and he became the spirit to now live in us. Now, how does the barley signify Christ? Well, um, <clears throat> you really have to look, you know, even in, in these verses in Leviticus about, um, about barley ripening first in 1 Corinthians. This is the first fruits. This is in the packet. Take a look. Look up some of these verses. They're awesome. Now, um, Alicia, what, what chapter in the Bible does it refer to barley loaves? Barley loaves. You know, this was in the reading. It was in the reading. It said the Lord referred to himself as barley loaves, where he fed the 5,000. But um, where is it? It actually didn't give the reference. I don't know if anybody looked it up. Sorry, Alicia. I, I just, I saw you're right in the middle of the screen. So I just said that. Is it in John mid early John? That's right. Great job. John chapter six. Awesome. You may never forget that now. Um, in John chapter six, the Lord actually refers to himself as the barley loaves. And only barley could feed 5,000 people. You know, every word in the Bible is significant. It didn't say wheat loaves. Wheat indicates limitation. It said barley. And not only did it feed 5,000, there was 12 baskets left over. With, with the resurrected, unlimited Christ, there's always more. There's always leftover. So, um, so barley is the unlimited Christ, okay? And he is leading us, the unlimited Christ. He's leading us. He causes us to follow the limited Jesus, okay? Now, yes, they're the same person, the trying God. He's three, yet one. But in our experience, we realize these are two aspects. The Lord lived a limited life. But at the same time, today he is unlimited. Wow, he's just in resurrection, able to feed, able to far surpass any situation. So at home, at school, in your internship, what are we acting out? What are we acting as? Are we acting as the, the this was a question in the reading, as the resurrected Christ or as the limited Jesus? Well, actually, many times in our experience, we are experiencing the, the limited situations, the limited Jesus. But the only way to get through in our difficult situations is we need the barley. We need the resurrected Christ because it's easy to be angry, but patience requires a lot of strength. Uh, it's easy to lose our temper, but to be long-suffering. That's such a good word, long-suffering. Uh, it's, 
it's, uh, it's seemingly impossible. How do we make it through some of these situations? How do we, how do we, how do we survive? Not only how do we survive, how do we blast through them with no problem whatsoever? It's the barley. It's the barley. Um, okay, one little example. You know, now that I have five adults in, in my house, my kitchen is, is, has a lot more people, you know. So I have this little knife, this little knife that is just an awesome knife. It was a gift from Titus. He's around here somewhere. Um, and it, it's like a little paring knife that's great for cutting things, fruit. So I, there's a spot in my knife block where, where this knife goes. It goes there. Okay, that is, it is, that is the place for this knife. Now, 95% of the time now, it is never there. Okay, it's never where it should be, never where I want it to be. It's, it's in the dishwasher. It's in someone's plate. It's sometimes in another room. It's in another cabinet. It's not there. Now, um, you know, this is... You might be saying, uh, Eric, that's a, that's a pretty petty, you know, situation. What kind of limitation is that? You can't find your knife that you like, you know, what's, what's, what's going on with you, you know? Well, let me tell you something. If we can't experience the Lord in small things, how can we experience him in big things? You know, this is, this is where the Lord starts. Actually in Zechariah four, it says, do not despise the day of small things. I hope in, in all our little situations, maybe whatever it is to you, you know, it's your little sibling. It's, you know, some of you, you know, well, these are just little situations. I mean, I've just, you just learn, learn to turn, you know, Lord, I love you. Amen, Lord, I need you. Lord, I, be, you know, right there, just to stop, take a second. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord, I love you. There's a, there's a, there's a contacting, a reaching of him. And then there's no problem. There's no situation. Just get another knife. It's okay. Life will go on. I know that's, that's, that's seemingly simple, but, um, but this is where it begins. This is really where it begins. This is, I would say, where the rubber meets the road in your direct personal participation with Christ. If we can't let him into the small things, how can we let him into the big things? You may be going through seemingly unbearable situations, family, um, environment, all sorts of things, school related. Um, well, it, it begins to know barley. It begins in these small little situations, finding the Lord, praising him. Actually, you have a barley loaf in you, and just a small amount is far more than is needed to, to, to exhaust any possible scenario. I want to give you an example from the Word, okay? This is from Acts 16. If you want to read an exciting portion of the Word, you should read Acts 16, okay? It's, it's, it's incredible. All sorts of things happen from the beginning. This guy named Timothy shows up. Eventually, you know, he gets a letter written to him, First and Second Timothy, okay? But long story short, that whole portion, Paul is with another brother named Silas, okay? And they're going through, <clears throat> and there's this demon-possessed woman going after them. I'm telling you, this is a really exciting chapter. A lot goes on here, okay? So, um, and, she's, and she's saying, uh, you know, these ones are slaves of the Most High, and Paul's bothered. He just turned, and, they, and it, it says she did this for many days. Paul's bothered. He turns around. He casts out the demon. Casts it out. And then the people there, the, they realized, oh, you know, this, one, this woman, she was a source of profit for us. We're going to throw them in prison. So they take them. They throw them in prison. They're getting beaten with rods. Okay, this is verse 22. They tear off their garments. They're, they're in the stocks. Okay, they're, their feet are in the stocks in a Roman prison. Uncomfortable. Okay, not, not, not a cushy place. It's, it's not a good situation. They're there. <clears throat> and, um, you know, if I was there, I'd probably 
let's just say, for example, it's me and me and Hiram, you know, <laughs> me and Hiram. And all of a sudden now we're stuck in this. Be like, Hiram, bro, this is all your fault. It's, all, it's your fault. It's your fault we're here. You know, if only you hadn't, hadn't cast out that demon, we'd be okay. <laughs> but no, what were they doing? What were they doing? Well, verse 25, it says, and at about midnight, Paul and Silas, while praying, sang hymns of praise to God. Okay? Hymns of praise to God. I love this. And the prisoners were listening to them. Then, boom, massive earthquake. Um, all the doors are open. Eventually, long story short, the jailer gets saved. Him and his whole household, they get baptized. It's just glorious. It's glorious. Well, what, what were they to be joyful about? What were they to be joyful? They were in a limited situation to the uttermost. They were, they were limited. Well, they saw that God was still in the heavens. He hadn't changed. Their environment changed. Their feeling changed. Their bodies may have been in limitation, but uh, they not only prayed. When you pray, you're in your situation. When you praise, you soar above your situation, okay? Um, they sang hymns of praise to God. Actually, praise, many times praise works where prayer fails. This is a reading from, this is a, a prayer from the reading this week. Lord, I cannot meet the need. So you're there. You're in, a, you're in a limited situation. Lord, I can't do it. This is to experience Christ as the barley. I cannot face it. Be honest. The Lord treasures honesty. Lord, I can't do it. But how I praise you. I, you can. I go ahead trusting wholly in you, counting wholly in you. Many times um, when we praise the Lord, inwardly, there's just a sense Praise the Lord. I praise you for who you are. You are worthy, Lord. You are the barley, the unlimited one. You're the wheat. I praise you as the wheat. You can, you can make it. I can't, Lord, but you can. You will find that in your experience, all of a sudden, the unlimited Christ will far surpass whatever you're going through. And he'll lead you to enjoy the limited Jesus who will meet your need in whatever situation. I hope this would be our experience. Um, we may not be in Paul and Silas prison kind of experience. We may be in a, my knife is in the wrong place or my sibling is bothering me. Well, wherever it is, I hope you can experience the Lord in that situation. Have some direct contact with him. Okay. So, um, well, we're just going through two. Okay. I think I'll just touch one more. Okay. And this is the vine, the vine. Well, what is the main significance of the vine? It's, uh, it's Christ as the sacrificing one. I just love this. And in his sacrificing in Judges 9, it says, um, he produces something to cheer God and man. Okay, who is the most happy person? Let's see. Um, looking around, looking around. Um, uh, Lauren, Lauren Weber. I see Lauren on the screen. Who's, who's the most happy person? God, that's right. That's right. <laughs> he is. He is. And actually, also is, is an unselfish person. An unselfish person is the most happy person. Well, are we, are we unselfish? No. No, we're not. We're very selfish. That's just who we are by nature. But actually, the life of Christ is a life of sacrifice. It's a life of, of utter selfishness. Actually, even in Mark 10, it says, you know, the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve. Ultimately, his greatest service was to give up his life. He never held to his rights. He never did. He just always cared for others, regardless of class, social status, background. He came to serve man. 
he was full of joy. God was full of joy. And all those around him also were full of joy. Um, Paul was the same way. In 2 Corinthians, it said he, he was spending and being utterly spent on behalf of you all. He, uh, his, his heart was just to, to, to care for others, to serve others. You know, the barrier to this is to think that we are somebody, that we've attained to somebody. But if you read the Gospels, you realize the Lord never lived a life like this. But we, we don't have this in ourselves. We need him as the self-sacrificing one. So what does it mean? What does that mean? To, what does it mean to you to experience the Lord as a vine? Okay, one little example. Um, we can sacrifice our time, our energy, even our face, even our face. Um, you know, we're about to break up into small groups. You're going to have a little opportunity to share. And, um, you know, Zoom is, is, a, is a transition. It's a, it's a learning. You know, maybe you're going to join a group and half the, half the screens are all blacked out. And then eventually someone musters up enough courage to be the first one to share. And then, uh, and, or maybe you, you're the one. You're, oh, no, no, no. Yes. Yes, let's just say you're the, no, no, no. Okay, let's say someone else shares. Let's just say someone else shares. And, um, and they share first. And it's awesome. You know, they just, they just overflow something of what they appreciated. Now, because of Zoom, there's no, there's no amen. There's no I agree. There's just this long pause. And it's just, you just, you have a sense. Oh, no, <clears throat> the atmosphere is going down. You know, mayday, mayday. You know, it's, we're, oh, you know, and, and you just have this realization this this gathering who who's gonna who's gonna step in and care care for the enjoyment of one another and then uh and, and you know and you know actually what happens actually when there's long pauses the first person who shared you know what's going on in their head they're going i just kill, i killed it i killed the meeting i just I, everyone everyone else i i shared something wrong you know i just i misled everybody you know so i don't know maybe it's just me this happens i mean this i'm sure yeah there's some smiles it's going on it happens it happens so, so you, you step in and you have A, B, C, D, you're ready to go. So you start with D, okay? And then, and then you end up with H, I, J, K, all right? And it's not eloquent. It's, it's not well-versed. You, you, you said the wrong book of the Bible, you know, whatever it was. But, but you followed the Lord for the sake of that gathering. <clears throat> you lost your face. You lost your, your, yourself. You just stepped in. You jumped in. And, the, and, and there's just cheer. You're full of joy. You can just be at peace. You care for the care for the meeting, even even to care for someone younger than you. There's always someone who's younger than you, younger in the faith, just to just to care for them. Um, you know, there's this verse in Genesis 49. I'll end on this. Um, it says, "Joseph is a fruitful bough, a fruitful bough by a fountain. His branches run over the wall." Okay, here's the wall. Branches over the wall. The the vine. When we touch the Lord as the sacrificing one. He spreads over any limiting situation, and there's just a, a cheering, a caring for others. Others bring joy. Um, so <clears throat> I'd like to end in this. You know, we only got through half the menu, okay? So I hope even in your experience, you, you have some experiences of figs. There's just sweetness, you know, as you sacrifice brings in sweetness. And then there's the pomegranates, the abundance of life, life, wonderful. So um, so I don't know, you know, I just hope maybe you got a little bit of help to realize the Lord can be directly, personally participated by you, by you. And I hope every day as we go through and root it, this is our real prayer, our real burden. Lord, cause us to know you, to experience you, to enjoy you as all these aspects. Okay. Hallelujah. What a Christ. Amen. I'm done. Hallelujah. What a Christ. What a menu. Thank you, Eric. How we can experience Christ as the wheat. 
the barley, the vine, the figs, the pomegranates is, is just unlimited, so rich.